This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am not going to use this opportunity to tell you that we've gotten two emails that say that they think my name came in first during the throwback live at 145. No, instead, I'm going to use this time to tell you uh, that we are going to talk about something that happened in a conversation that Bradley had with a coworker on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley trainer. And the question we're asking you is basically what the heck did we do before technology? Why are we asking that question, Brad? Okay, so this is a great question because uh, earlier today, the question is, again, as you said, Colleen, just to reiterate, what did we do before technology? Why did I ask that question? Because earlier today, um, I was chatting with Ryan. Ryan is uh, the producer on the Donna and Steve show. And Ryan is going to be traveling to somewhere. I don't know if he talks about stuff on Mm -hmm. the air. So I'll just say that he's traveling somewhere that I once traveled to in the 90s. I traveled like... In the 90s, like mm-hmm. 94, yep, 95. So do we need to do math? That was That's almost 30 years, years ago. ago. Okay. And one of his questions was, do I need some sort of adapter device thing for the outlets? Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, I don't know. He's like, I got conflicting reports on the internets. And I was like, well, I'm trying to remember. And honestly, I don't think I would have brought anything with me in the mid 90s that needed to be plugged in because really the only thing I can think of maybe a hair dryer mm-hmm. um because and he was like well what about your phone and i was <laughs> like we we didn't did we we no we didn't have phones no. in the in the mid 90s at least i didn't have phones i mean they had like i remember my aunt had like one of those giganto car phones and a leather bag thing you know stuck in a front seat that had like a huge antenna um but we didn't have flip phones back then and so then i had this moment where i was like oh my god we didn't have phones what did i do what were we doing? Like, literally, it just I, it was sort of shocking to be confronted with the past in that moment where you're like, as compared to today, what did we do with all of our time? Like, right. You know, I know we watch TV, but I didn't and I probably watched more TV than I do now, but I didn't watch that much TV. I used to go have coffee every morning. I remember when I was uh, this is a, a, the particular memory I was having is when I was abroad and I just remember I would go have coffee a lot and I was like, but what did I do? You pro- Yeah, I mean, did I just did you, stare at you people? probably did you read the newspaper? I'm sure I read newspapers and magazines and um, I did read books. But again, I don't think I was reading books for hours a day and even not when you're abroad, but just at home. Like and then I was talking to B. Arthur about this, like. What? Did we just sit? 
<laughs> six because five one. Think about how much time you spend on your phone oh, in yeah. a day. Yes, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What did we even do before technology? Because if it's not your phone, it's your computer. If it's not your phone or your computer, maybe you have a tablet or an iPad or something. It's like we constantly have something there that is giving us information. And I was even, I I think of it too in this sense, Bradley, like when you have a question about anything, it used to be you'd have a question about it and you'd go, oh yeah, you know, what was that thing or what movie was it that that person said this thing in, right? And everybody at the table or whoever was around you would have an opinion about it. You'd talk about it, but you might not arrive at an answer in that moment. Now, oh, what? who was it that said that thing in that movie and what was that movie? Yeah, and you then you pick up, up the phone and yeah. then you're done and then you can move on with your lives. It's so strange to me how quickly we can get information now. It seems like we should have more free time so some of the things that i i sort of sussed together that we used to do and uh in talking with b arthur and others about this very subject i one of the things i was reminded of is we used to talk on the phone a lot oh yeah as compared to today like today i can't tell you the last time i t- well i can it was my mom and it was probably two weeks ago mm-hmm. that i actually spoke to a human being well no that's i probably made an appointment or something in the meantime but mm-hmm. but rarely do i actually pick up a phone and talk to human beings Whereas I remember vividly... Lori can't even answer her phone. Well, that's... uh, And Julia. (laughs) Uh, I vividly remember sitting on the phone, holding it for hours, watching the same television program with friends. Yeah. And commenting on it. You know, and you would never do that today. I mean, you text, right? right? So you still have that connection. But it's just... It's so weird to, like, go back in time in that moment take away, brush away all of the technological advances that we've had, you know, in the last 30 years. I know, it's so bizarre. Let's go to the phones. Uh, what did we even do before technology? Molly's on the line. Hey, Molly, what did we do? What did we do? Okay, two things. One, I would sit on the radio, sit by the radio with my tape player ready, and when a good song came on the radio, I'd have to quick hit record. Oh, yeah. Make mixtape. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. That one, and then the other one. The other one was um, I would have to sit and wait. We would have five minute rules on the on our home phone. So I have all sisters, so we would have to take turns on the phone. So we'd have to wait for like the five minute increment until it was our turn to use the phone. And if once we got cordless phones, we spent majority of the time trying to search for the cordless phone of where the last sister. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Along with the remote control. Oh yeah. Um, Molly, thanks for your call. That's so true. I do remember that, that like back in the day, you didn't just have every single song that was available at your fingertips. You would either have to go to, I went to Tidal Wave, that's where I went, or Tower Records or Best Buy or whatever, and get whatever album it is that had the latest song that you loved or a single of it. Or the other option, should you not be able to leave your home, was to sit and wait for it to come on the radio and then hit record. So you spent a lot of time listening to the radio, waiting for that one song. Let's go to Monica. Hi, Monica. What did we do before technology? Hi, Monica. Hi. Hi. Okay, well, when I was younger, I used to go to the mall and hang out because that's Mm. where anyone would be. Anyone would go to the mall and hang out. That's true. That and then when I got older, um, you know, you go to work, but then go to the club and go dancing, and they oh, don't yeah. have that a lot anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Monica. I mean, they do have clubs and dancing, but maybe not. Maybe not. It's not as ubiquitous. Yeah, yeah. I don't think like everybody did that. 
I don't know that everybody does that now. Well, I don't know actually because I'm not young. I mean, I so. think it's a factor of age. Yeah, like there are you know. Yeah, the I don't do people. that go out to clubs we don't we don't because we would stick out like a sore thumb let's grab one more call before the break roberta and then we'll keep up with this conversation because yeah, it is so kind of fun on the line and you want to hang around we'll we'll uh, take your call yeah after the break. six five one six four one one oh seven one if you want to join in hi roberta hi what did we do before technology well i'm almost 72 wow and i can remember when we were in school the kids nowadays have it so easy because if we had to do a book report, you'd spend hours in the library mm. looking up information rather than going to Google. That's true. Yes, so true. That is true, Even Roberta. For us, Roberta. So those kids do have it easy in school. Well, in that way, thank you, Roberta. I agree. They got it so easy. Well, yeah, okay. In that way, they have it easier. But I will say, kids, the kids these days are well, under far more pressure. There's, there's some really dark places we could go, yeah, we won't, well, but they do have a lot of challenges we don't. They do, and, and they are under a, an amount of pressure. There's There are higher expectations of them than there certainly were of us yeah, at that age, for sure. Do you remember sure. we used to just walk around outside? <laughs> like, literally. Like... I cannot tell you the number of times my friends and I would go exploring. That doesn't mean anything other than to say my friend Chris and I would go. He loved train tracks. He's kind of, you know, I love Chris, but he's kind of like focused on the train. Mm -hmm. The train trains were his thing. Yeah. And so he always wanted to walk the tracks, which Uh I'm surprised we didn't get run over by trains. You probably saw them coming. Saturday afternoon, we'd just for hours be walking in, you know, along a train track. Yep. (laughs) So we used to go today. to the gas station, Budget Mart, uh-huh. and buy little Debbie treats. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Or like fun. those. Going to the drugstore to get, like, to spend your allowance now on whatever. 651-641-1071. What did we do before technology? We're going to stay on this after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. What did we do before technology? It's a serious question that we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And the reason, the reason we're asking is because of a conversation that Bradley had with a coworker of ours who uh, is going on a trip. Yeah, basically, he uh, Ryan is going somewhere where he didn't know what plugs they needed. Like, did they need a converter for, you know, like, so he can charge his phone and have his laptop and all that stuff. And I was like, dude, I was there in, like, 95. So, guess what? <laughs> I had no iPad. Mm-mm. I had no phone. I had no computer. Uh, I had no nothing that would need to be plugged in other mm-hmm. than maybe a hairdryer. Because, yes, I did have long, flowy locks back then, and I did blow dry my hair. However, <laughs> that led me to to really just kind of get my mind reblown. I mean, it's not like I didn't know right. that we didn't have technology then, but you don't really contemplate like 2018 versus 1995 right. and how like what what were we doing, man? Well, it's funny because the only reason I have really to contemplate like that and I and I'm forced to do so repeatedly. Um, is because my kids will ask us questions all the time about what our lives were like when we were their age. Also, their um, their sense of well, like they are so fortunate that we will use that a lot, as all parents are obliged to do. Well, when I was your age, we didn't have all these channels to watch. You know, we didn't have 
our, those screens well, that and, were and portable. We do fair, that all the time. To be fair, you can say we did have all those channels to watch because we had a lot yeah. of cable channels. The difference is you didn't have DVR. No, you couldn't pause you live had a TV. VCR, yes. which let me tell you how fun it was to be like, did you remember to tape your mom's All My Children? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I forgot. And then I got to explain to my mom why she's not going to be able to watch her All My Children oh my when goodness she comes gracious. home. Also, why was she not watching Days of Our Lives? Anyway, let's go to Tiffany. Tiffany's on the line. Hi, Tiffany. What did we do before technology? I'm thinking about the medical field and x-rays. You had to wait days for them to be developed, and then they had to be mailed to the doctor's office for right. the doctor to read them. Not only that, but test results. Yeah, and right now we can get them the same day. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. It's kind of scary crazy that everything's moving so fast. I know. Thank you, Tiffany. That's a good one that I hadn't thought of. I do think about that also, talking about a hospital or talking about medical stuff. I think about that because my dad worked in the medical field. He was in administration, but... But I have often in my adult life thought to myself, what the heck did he do at work all day? He didn't have even a computer on his desk. And you know what I mean? Like, what did they do? Did they just call people and like shuffle papers around? I'm also curious, like what kids school. I mean, you know, obviously, because you have kids, Mm -hmm. but like. You know, I mean, we there was no technology until about middle school when we had something called a computer lab, which had about three or four computers in them, and we would go play Oregon Trail mm-hmm. once or a number week. munchers every yeah. once in a while. Uh, well, I'm gonna okay. Well, let's take these calls, and then I will tell you about a crazy way technology has found its way into the classroom. Amy's on the line. Hi, Amy. Hi. So Bradley's story of walking around the train tracks made me think of growing up in Edina. I'm now 42, so this was a long time ago, but not... We're the same ages. age, honey. Okay, so we used to bike. There were several, like, gas stations that would sell cigarettes out of vending machines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we would go in for $2 and buy a pack of cigarettes and go walk around the train track. Oh, my gosh. And That's too ciggies. funny. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Amy. That's I used hilarious. To, I, Don't uh, tell your kids that. I remember my... Uh, <laughs> This summer, I didn't start smoking until this. I don't smoke anymore, but I did for a long time. And this, I started the summer after high school, after I graduated high school. And I would literally sit in my house uh, in my parents' recliner and watch game shows and smoke cigarettes. And like, and like, <laughs> oh um, gosh, like Joe Rivers. Wish there were and I would chain that. smoke cigarettes because, you know, when you're when you're just starting to learn how to smoke, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so cool. And, you know. <laughs> Let's go to Carrie. Carrie, you'll have the final word. What did we even do before technology? Well, I my children were junior high and high school in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And because they had to talk on the phone anywhere we were, even if we had extensions in the house, it was much easier, I think, to parent because you could learn an awful lot listening oh, to their yeah. side of a oh, conversation. Sure. I am so sure of that, Carrie. Yep. It's a lot harder to do that now. Thanks for your... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on uappodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Call. Okay, Bradley, I told you I would tell you about how technology has found its way into the classroom. This blew my mind. When my kids started going to school, my older son was in kindergarten. When I first had the opportunity to get into a classroom in the year, in the year, you know, 20, whatever it was. Okay. They don't have chalkboards. Okay. Is that really surprising? That's so weird. Oh, I no. Mean, okay. It gets worse. Okay. They don't even have dry erase boards. Well, what do they use? They use this thing called a Promethean board. And it essentially is like, a gigant you can use like a pen on it and like it'll magically do things and so this is like a etch a sketch or something no it's more like a have you seen those i don't even know how to explain it it's like an interactive large board a promethean board and the kids thought it was hilarious when i was like what's that and they were like that's the promethean board and i was like isn't Prometheus like a Greek god or something? Like, of fire? I don't understand this. They think I'm crazy, but you can do everything on the Promethean board. It's crazy. So, like, you could, they can have like a, uh, they can have like a math problem with the problem and then all the answers down low, like all the possible answers. And the kid can take the pen, put their pen on whatever answer they think it is move it up to the problem and it'll stay there if it's right you know what i mean so they can do all kinds of different things on the board it's so weird it is crazy by the way uh prometheus is a titan who stole uh, fire and gave it to humanity well, there you go see pretty cool like i have it a couple is. really co- close girlfriends who are teachers and they bring me into their classrooms and i'm like what the heck i know I used to use chalk. you're like are we on the moon well, what is have, happening let me ask you this do mm. they have overhead projectors no they have the promethean board oh you, don't, you don't project you they will remember like hook their transparencies computer up. yes that's the, remember, remember the ditto films? machine do you remember film strips yes like, but Beep. no but listen yeah the ones mm-hmm. that you had to manually advance yes click and click, it went along click. with a tape recorder that was separate yes and you would listen to the tape yes. and whatever it beeped then you could advance and if it was Boop. off oh my gosh it was crazy Billy started to grow oh, hair in weird places and would wake up in the middle of the night and find something stay tuned different. for the rest of this story and all what the crazy Bill, stupid what, idiots what will Billy find well we'll find out later crazy stupid idiots coming up next Whoa. on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things every day at 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley show. That's on my you talk also go to the dentist. 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is the punny Bradley trainer. And these are your crazy stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. That would be Florida. Mm-hmm. What do you got, trainer? Mm-hmm. Washington State. That's okay. where we're going first. Alrighty. Um, have we ever talked about the samurai sword attack? I mean, I feel like we've talked about many samurai swords attacks. 
Actually, do you remember the samurai sword attack where the guy thought somebody thought that a guy was like killing a lady and then he like opened the door and he was just watching some adult (laughs) movies. I remember that one. Yeah, we've talked a lot about I mean, you'd be surprised at how often samurai swords show up in this segment. I don't know that we've talked about the one that you have brought us today. Well, a Washington state man who survived a samurai sword attack. That authorities say was carried out by his now ex-girlfriend. I mean, that's not a shocker, right? Right. You would break out up with somebody after they attacked you with the samurai. She attacked him samurai while he was sword. samurai sword. Thank you, Cindy mm-hmm. Whopper. Yes. Uh, the ex-girlfriend attacked him while he was sleeping. Ooh. And it turns out. Whoa. Authorities say his rigorous video game training left him. With a lack of sex drive. His okay, sorry, I'm sorry. His rigorous. He was working that joystick too much. <laughs> Hell, but not hers. <laughs> Wait, what? No. I mean, uh, I don't his know. Rigorous, it's 2018. You don't know his rigorous game, video game well, training. Well, here's what happened. So his video game training had left him really sexless. He was like, I just don't got time. Oh, the energy that. to do that. I've been sitting on my butt all day playing games. Yeah, and it's just really lowered my testosterone. <laughs> so that actually made her think he was giving it to someone else. Mm. But he was really only giving it to his joystick. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, she actually thought he was having sex with other peeps. So that is when... Uh, as he was sleeping the night of March 3rd, his girlfriend of two years, Emily, attacked him with a samurai sword. Now, the thing that broke the camel's back was not the samurai sword. It was sword. not the samurai sword. It was she discovered Tinder on his phone and wait for it. This will tell you a lot about this young lady. Red hair in the shower drain. Dun, dun, dun. Javier, by the way, the woman whose hair is dyed green, not red, uh-huh. has been charged with attempted murder. Ooh. So w- what's fascinating about this is like, okay, so she was digging through hairs in his drain. This is a little crazy. Yeah, but did they figure out where the red hair came from? I mean, it was hair. <laughs> And who knows if it was red or not? No, they don't say that. I mean, he literally says, look, I did not cheat. Um, I will say during the attack, so she slice, 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 goes after him with the samurai sword. Can you imagine? No. Ah, Slice, slice, slice. No. And then not only that. (laughs) This is so weird. Um he, he actually said, I've been indirectly preparing myself for this night my whole life. He'd been obsessed with watching kung fu movies his whole life. And so he felt like when she was like, ah, he knew what to do. He was ready. He goes, I didn't freeze. The Wing Chun came out. I, was, I mean, I think that that's what she was upset about was that it never came. <laughs> no, that's the Wang Chun. <laughs> Not the Wing Chun. The Wing Chun is, I don't know what that is. He goes, I was able to stand on a knee that was almost chopped in half and a foot that was hanging on by a thread. Oh my gosh. She hit me twice with the blunt end of the sword. This is when God was with me, he says. No other explanation other than God turned the blade as she only woke me up and she only woke me up instead of cutting my neck open, which would have ended the fight before it started. During the attack, Colleen, she grabbed his 
Kachonka Chonk. His Wang Chung? His Wang Chung. Uh-huh. And she tried to rip off, actually, his berries, not the twig. She oh, tried okay. to rip them off. But he says, like, in a moment of zen, I wasn't angry. I loved this girl. I never had any anger. It was just pure love for her and life itself. I pleaded with her, telling her I loved her and that she was killing me. I mean, he should write a book, first that, of all. That, by the way, convinced her to stop the attack and call 911. Note to self. Wow. That's impressive. I just ended up telling her if she didn't call the cops, I was going to die. She started crying, so I instantly forgave her. Wow. Okay, I mean, that's that's a cool story in an episode of that that kung fu TV show with that one guy who ended up dying in a really creepy, horrible way in a closet. David Carradine. Yeah. Mm. Didn't he do a Kung Fu show? Yes. But my point is, Colleen, Mm -hmm. I would not be like that. No. I'd be like, help. Uh, No. (laughs) Try again. Do it again. There it is. I'm more like that. Also, probably like three octaves higher. Keeping a samurai sword in the house. No, right? Yes. Alrighty. Wow, that's intense. Wasn't that insane though? He's yeah. like, I loved her and I just told her she was making a horrible decision. You're making a bad decision. Oh my gosh. She does look remorseful. Yeah. Uh, well, you I know. mean, good for her, but uh luckily he didn't die. Yeah, thank God. And he's like and they're wheeling him out of the hospital and he's got a big old grin on his face. He, he also looks said like a happy he had he hasn't had the app on his phone since he and the lady became a couple. He also said that he'd never had much success using the app. I'm not a model. Tall dude slay Tinder. Everyone knows that. Wow. My God, this guy just seems so like Like don't you want to hang out with him? Yeah, and the picture of him in the hospital, he's like, hey dude, yeah. I'm all he's slayed like, yeah. up. But you know, life goes on. Uh, All right. I would like to go to Billings, Montana with you where I want to tell you about an 18 year old young man by the name of Tyler Espinosa. Um, He'd fallen on hard times and he needed a a little extra, a little extra money. And so he did the only thing he knew to do. He went to the Golden Corral with a box cutter. Um, (laughs) What? And he demanded cash. From the cashier at the Golden Corral. Okay. He said, I've got this box cutter. I need all the money you have. Okay, well, you know, it's the Golden Corral. I mean, I think of the things I would steal at a Golden Corral. I don't know that, like, money would be the thing I'd steal. No, I would grab a bag and (laughs) I'd be running up and down the buffet line. Or, like, Tupperware containers. Yeah. Yeah, the chocolate fountain. No, but the money is not what I'm going after when I'm at the Golden Corral. Well, everybody on the floor. I've got a box. No mashed potatoes for you. (laughs) Nobody gets up until I'm done eating. That is a scene in a movie. Yeah, right there. Like the person who holds up the Golden Corral, not for money, but for the buffet line. Nobody get up until I'm done. Uh, Well, he got done with uh, that robbery with his box cutter, and he decided that wasn't enough money from the Golden Corral. Okay. So he walked across the strip mall to the Barnes & Noble. To the Barnes & Noble? Yeah. And proceeded to hold them up as well. Oh. 
So he was on a spree, if you will. Yeah. But the thing is, the guy at the Golden Corral watched him make his way over to the Barnes and Noble across the strip mall and was like, um. hi, 911, hi. A guy just came in with a box cutter, took my money, and he's just on his way over to the Barnes and Noble across so, the way. Hey, heads up. Wanna, Robbery guy. If you want to get on over here, you'll probably be able to find him. And they so were they able they were able to catch him. He's now facing two charges of felony robbery. Oh good. Bang. <sighs> yeah. Bang. Bye. That was where? Billings, Montana. Do you want to take a quick trip to yeah. Romania? Oh, I would love to. I don't know that we've ever named a whole country crazy stupid idiot before. The whole country of to, Romania? We're about to name Romania a crazy stupid idiot. Because I have to tell you the story. Of 63-year-old Constantine Relil. I don't know how you speak Romanian. I'm also... I have so many questions about Romania, like how that's a thing, and like what it even means. Like, you know how you know what France means? Mm -hmm. Baguettes? What is Romania? What do they do there? Anyway, I gotta tell you about this guy. So, um, this is a legit thing. Constantine went to court in the town of Barlad. Why? Because his wife had obtained a uh, death certificate. Okay. For him. What? How do you do that? But he's not dead. He's alive. Now, he apparently was in Turkey for a long time. Okay. And he was out of contact with his family. I I guess he'd just gotten tired of the family. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, I think he's dead. So we need a death certificate. Never came back. Romania was like, sure, I give you death certificate. (laughs) Even though I think I don't, I'm son the Russian. And uh, then... He comes back and says, I'm still here. I'm not dead. And then the court was like, actually, I'm sorry, but you're dead. And he's like, well, okay, do I got to file some papers? They're like, yeah, you got to file some papers. Only problem is you're past the date to file those papers. So I'm sorry. (laughs) Turns out you're dead. dead. So literally he can't work. He can't collect any benefits. He can't. He's persona non grata. He's like a dead alive guy? Yeah. No, he's literally a man. And they won't let him undie? No. That's terrible. Yeah, they were like, I'm sorry, you wait too long. You, you're you dead. Like, Don't our, be dead Our hands somewhere. are tied on this one. Which means he literally can't travel. He can't earn a living. That's horrible. He can't do anything. How old is he? Uh, 63 years old. Oh I am gosh. officially dead, though I'm alive. He has so much more in life to not live. So uh, the court said um, he was too late. So there's nothing we could do. He's going to have to, I don't know, maybe leave. But the problem is if he leaves, he can't come back because he's not real. He has no passport. He can't travel because he can't get a passport because he can't. He's dead. But then if he leaves, can he be alive again? And then can he he can't be alive anywhere else? Well, yeah, but the problem is, in order to be alive somewhere else, you got to be alive in your home country because they're going to be like, where'd you come from? They're like, Romania. Well, let's see. Prove, uh, prove turns that out you're, you're not dead. dead. Oh, oh my wait, gosh, you're dead. you're dead. Oh my, This is horrible. He could rob banks. Oh, well, that's I mean, true. And, you know, that's true. He could go on a crime Because you know what else? If you're dead, you can't be arrested. Yeah. Thank you. I'd be like, they're like, you're, arre- you're under arrest. No, no I'm, I'm not. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Check your paperwork. <laughs> Check your files. Oh my gosh, I would haunt the heck that would out be of a everybody. Great TV show. What? Six, you know, like um, <laughs> Six first they over? told first they told him he was dead, <laughs> and he said, "I'll show you," and he did. Coming I this mean, fall to Netflix, it's uh, Constantine Reliu. 
If I'm dead, declared dead, and I'm not really dead, and but they're like, no, you're dead, I'm haunting everybody. Because that I would be the most but realistic. What would be hilarious ghost. about that is I'd be like, well, you're 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 like boo, and yeah. I'm like, okay, but you're not dead. Yeah, no, I'm dead. <laughs> when we come back, we do have a daily snap judgment for you that we've asked at our Facebook page. Is it this or that question we ask every day? Today we ask the question: artichoke or spinach dip? That's the question. We'll get to your answers and talk to Donnie after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We've got a daily snap judgment for you on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. He is Bradley Trainer. And our daily snap judgment that we ask you every day on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page is a this or that question. You answer it, we judge you for it. What was the question we asked today, Brad? The question today is deep. Artichoke or spinach? And what was the reasoning behind this? Because event? today oh, was oh. National Artichoke Spinach Dip Day. Mm. I don't actually remember. It, I think was, it was there was something with artichoke. Avocado? Oh, it's Artichoke Heart Day. Oh, that's right. Artichoke Heart. Yes. Okay. So in answer to that question, Allison said spinach dip with Hawaiian bread. So delicious. Mm. That is, I do love that. That is that's a good a classic. One. Becca said combine them. Spinach artichoke no, dip is the best. No, you can't do uh. it. Although people do it all the time. Uh-huh. Can't do it. Megan said, artichoke. I work part-time at Chanhassen Dinner Theater, and their artichoke dip is tasty. Oh, way to get in a plur. Good to know. Tracy said, I have an artichoke spinach dip in my refrigerator in my truck. Great with rosemary and olive oil wheat thins. Uh. I mean, she gave us the location of a dip. <laughs> I don't know that that constituted answering the question. Logan I have said, some milk in my fridge. <laughs> Logan said, can't you do both together? I'm confused. Uh, yes, you can, but we didn't ask you about that. Becky said, spinach with Hawaiian bread. Yummy. And Dawn said, today's spinach. Tomorrow, who knows? <laughs> we'll check in with you tomorrow. Oh, wait. No, we won't. We shan't. We shan't. Look who's joined us. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Kachonka chonk, Donnie. What's up? I, I hope I don't choke. <laughs> it's part of artichoke. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I that was. That. Did you really, work on that? You for a while? Deserve really that deserved completely. that. Completely. Probably yeah. five of those in a row I deserve. Um, hey, Donnie, we had a really <laughs> good moment on the show today where we reviewed your mm. performance as the host mm-hmm. of the Throwback Live at mm-hmm. 145. What are you picking on me for? Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> because <laughs> we uh, we talked a little bit about what happened yesterday. I also yesterday. like how you're opening a wound, Colleen. I'm not opening a, a wound. Well, you're inflicting one. No, I'm not. Oh, I just okay. we just went back and we checked be, the tape as we said cool. we would. Donnie, can I just kind of be a gracious host? You did a great kind. job, Donnie. You did a great job. You, you did do a great job. Two, you two yelling at each other all the can time. Can I just say something though, Donnie? So yeah, you well. filled in for three days. I did. During those days, Colleen, hmm. Won each of those days she after did. I had won yeah. six days in a row. Yeah, I know. And then today, oh. hmm, interesting. You, you weren't there, and Colleen uh, oh. didn't. Yeah, why is your good luck charm? So, Donnie, I would like for you on Monday to just come and sit next to me, please. <laughs> I mean, that's I not could, I Thank could, you. You want me to whisper the answers in your ear? That would help. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, so the question today. So today, I don't know if you know this, Donnie, uh, yeah. is National Artichoke Heart Day. Oh, okay. Um, so we yeah. asked artichoke dip or spinach dip? Uh, spinach dip would be my preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Not much of an artichoke fan. Really? Oh, Not God, really. I love a nice artichoke heart on a niçoise or a... A niçoise? A salad niçoise. Oh, excuse me, I'm sure. With some Not tuna. a person named niçoise. <laughs> <laughs> my my girlfriend niçoise. <laughs> She's French. Uh, okay. Um, Holly, spinach no. or artichoke? Artichoke. Mm. Porque artichoke. I just prefer artichoke dip more than spinach dip. Spinach dip gets a little boogery. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you what? for ruining oh, spinach. Dip. I have never <laughs> contemplated mm-hmm. boogers while no. eating never. spinach dip. Oh, you will God. now. Oh, thank nauseous. you for that. Come on, stop. I mean, Bradley. Uh, for the dip purposes, I would wholeheartedly, and I do mean wholeheartedly, pick spinach. Why? Because spinach dip is just, I mean, it's in my blood. Well, you should get well, that because checked. remember no because you know I think just if you're of a certain age we didn't have all these fancy dips mm-hmm. we didn't have no artichoke dip mm. we had spinach dip and it had water chestnuts mm-hmm. oh, and it, you put it in the middle <gasps> of a Hawaiian bread oh it's the best you water chestnuts in your spinach dip? oh yeah it was good for and a then crunch. before we had Hawaiian oh, bread crunch. we just uh, used you know like the rye bread stuff oh I love rye remember bread. well we used to just get like a big thing of bread and hollow it out ourselves yeah. just like the bit but a not bowl. rye but just we'd make a bowl out of it and, oh I thought that was fancy no, not time a bowl, at our house a bowl. you know <laughs> what what I don't leave him alone you, yeah thank you for it's asking Holly I and you thought I said Bowl. Bowl. Spinach. Spionach. <laughs> you know so why? Spinach three. Artichoke I the thing about artichoke hearts is when they're good, they're great. But sometimes you get like a little mealy skin, one. Like a skin, skin on the side. Like, you know, you get what would taste like the outside of the artichoke that you're not supposed to eat. And then I just get and I don't want to do that with my food. I just want I to always enjoy do, that's all why of I it. always do the canned ones. I don't Oh. Cuz my mom used to try to make it was there was a big there was a period of time where it was real fancy to like prepare a whole artichoke. Steam that artichoke. But then it was like don't eat the choke cuz you'll die or something. I don't know. Yeah, you got to leave it to professionals. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why would you die? You wouldn't die, Even but choke. I there's an artichoke choke on the, the choke, choke huh? on the artichoke. There's a part of the artichoke you're not supposed to eat. Oh. And I don't know why, but I just remember that being a thing like it's very difficult to process. And then it was like, okay, why are we even eating this? The only good part is the heart. And so then you buy those. I, little, I like those jars of the uh-huh. like vinaigrette marinated ones. Yeah. I like, I actually do like good story. Getting, I do yeah, like dipping the, the leaves <laughs> in the butter and then just yeah, see, off yeah. the side. That's weird to me. But then when they're butter. in the dip, you get all. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not what? expecting them. I love the sound effect. And. Anything you can like lick butter off of, are you not excited about it? Can, I am. You can really lick butter off of anything if you try hard enough. Trust yeah, me. Yes, you can. I know. <laughs> yes, you can. Ish. Not Bye. Friday. Okay. We're out of here. Thank you for hanging out with that? us for a full week, all of you. Um, we'll be back on Monday. Lori and Julie coming up next. Kachonka chonk. Kachonka chonk. Have a good weekend. Babe.